This is episode 616 of the AWS podcast, released on August 28, 2023. Gen AI Day is coming up! Spend half a day with AWS on September 14th, 2023, and embrace the future of AI for your business. Gen AI Day is a three-hour virtual event showcasing how businesses are building with generative AI on AWS. You will hear from industry leaders and experts who have leveraged generative AI on AWS to innovate and drive growth in their respective fields. Hear about the latest trends and best practices, as well as tools and services such as Amazon Bedrock to help you build and deploy powerful AI applications. This virtual experience runs from 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time till 12 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You can learn more and register for Gen AI Day using the link in the show notes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS Podcast. So much here with you. Great to have you back. And I'm joined by a very special guest. I'm joined by Devabrat Kumar, also known as Dev, who is a Senior Product Manager for Amazon S3. Welcome to the podcast, Dev. Thank you so much for having me here. Good to have you here. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. Now, of course, you do like cricket, which means that both of us could rail for hours about cricket and alienate half the listeners on the podcast who are like, what even is that game? So we're kind of not going to do that. We're going to talk about something that I would argue could be equally as exciting, which is the launch of something new for Amazon S3. This is the launch of MountPoint for Amazon S3. Now, this is something I know a lot of customers have built different solutions for and taken different approaches to, and it's it's been an ask for a while. So, Dev, help us understand what's special about the launch and what do we have in our hands now? Let me start by you know defining or like stating what MountPoint for Amazon S3 is, and then I'll talk about what's super exciting about it. MountPoint for Amazon S3 is a new open source file client that delivers high throughput access to Amazon S3. What that means is that using MountPoint, customers can mount an Amazon S3 bucket as a local file system. It basically gives your applications access to the elastic storage and throughput of Amazon S3 through a local file system interface. And you get the same reliability and technical support with MountPoint that you get with AWS SDKs and Amazon S3's object APIs today. That's what MountPoint for Amazon S3 is. Now, I think what is really exciting about it is that applications that were written to work with a local file system can now read and write data in Amazon S3 and experience the same performance, reliability, and support that they get with S3's object API and AWS SDK. So to your point, there have been solutions like these in the past, but customers really asked us to provide AWS supported file client for S3 that offers the same performance, reliability, and support as our other products. That's exactly why I built Mom. That support thing I think is, is critical because as you say, you know, one of the beauties of AWS is you can build stuff on top of it and create things and you should, <laughs> that's what we do. But for certain customers they're like, well, I really want this interface style, but it must be supported by AWS. And so to do that, we've got to be able to build it. So clearly this is a, a big ask for customers. Now, there was an initial alpha release back on, on Pi Day, March 14th, earlier this year, and it was greeted with a lot of excitement. So kind of what's changed since then? You know, now we're generally available, which is huge, and it wasn't a huge amount of time. So what's changed between sort of March and August? I'm so glad you asked that question. It's been a really exciting journey uh, where we have continuously worked backwards from customer requirements and customer feedback and evolved MountPoint for Amazon S3 over the last few months. For example, we have added new features 
like support for creating new files using sequential writes, support for writing to a specific storage class, and support for the file delete operation. We have also added a bunch of feature requests from customers, like requests for adding support for Windows and a CSI or a container storage driver for Amazon S3 on Mount Point's public roadmap. Also, as you mentioned, the launch on March 14th was an alpha release, whereas now Mount Point is generally available. This basically means that it is ready for production workloads and it comes with AWS support. Customers with AWS business and enterprise support plans will get 24-7 access to cloud support engineers to support their use of MountPoint. So they can use it for their critical production workloads starting August 9th. It's a real confidence thing to know that uh, if something's going weird, you can talk to someone who can help you fix stuff. Now, one of the interesting parts you mentioned, and we'll dive more into this a bit later on in the, in the show as well, is the interaction with customers. You know, it's one thing to go build something. It's another thing to build something directly from customer feedback. Have you had many customers engage in this project? And, and if so, sort of what have they been doing with you guys? Yeah, totally. And that's one of the reasons it's been such an exciting journey uh, over the last few months. We have had uh, multiple partnerships with several customers, I would say, uh, and all of it has been in open source. They have contributed in multiple ways. For example, some customers have made contributions to the project. They have added support for request repays and the bucket owner condition. But besides uh, code contributions, they have actively participated in conversations on the future path of MountPoint. And these conversations have happened both on GitHub and in direct customer interactions during various meetings and events. Last but not the least, customers have tested MountPoint for their specific use cases and shared feedback. For example, based on our customer feedback, we improved MountPoint's performance for Seek-heavy workloads by up to 68%. As we develop MountPoint further, we'll keep building it in the open like we have done over the last few months consistently working backwards from customer feedback and their requirements. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting case of building in the open. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about how we build and and the way customers engage. But let's firstly just be really clear about where does S3 Mount Point fit? Like what are the use cases where it makes sense to use this rather than the S3 API or EFS, something completely different? Where do I use this? Yeah, customers are using MountPoint for a wide variety of use cases. Basically, wherever they need to read and write data from Amazon S3 using a file interface, but do not need to modify the data in place or use shared file system features like locking and POSIX permissions. Some use cases we have heard from customers include machine learning training, reprocessing and validation in autonomous vehicle data processing, image rendering, and genomics analysis. Applications in these use cases process large datasets using sequential and random read operations on existing files and sequential write operations for creating new files. As a result, MountPoint for Amazon S3 is ideal for these use cases. Yeah, so it's not about sort of millions of little files editing them in place. It's about those large creations and that large sequential access. That That's kind of the mental model there. Now, obviously, if we're talking about the type of access the next obvious engineer question is, well, how fast will it go? What kind of performance are we seeing? And you've already talked about some of the performance improvements that have happened since the alpha. What are you seeing at the moment in terms of performance? Yeah. So MountPoint for Amazon S3 delivers Amazon S3's native performance. What that basically means is that customers can expect the same performance with MountPoint that they get with S3's object APIs and AWS SDKs when accessing objects. This means applications can achieve high single instance throughput, and they can aggregate throughput across multiple instances to get even higher aggregate throughput up to like multiple terabits per second. 
Wow, so it can go fast if it needs to, <laughs> which is yeah, totally. kind of what we know and love S3 for. Now, obviously, building something like this is something that requires some pretty deep thought. Anything, in my opinion, in the data layer needs deep attention, deep understanding of accuracy, reliability, and the fundamental choices you make in terms of your technology build will have deep and long-term ramifications. So one of the great things you've done here is you've built this, as you said, in the open. Let's unpack the box here and tell us a little bit about how MountPoint is built and what some of the technologies that have been applied are. Of course, we have built MountPoint on top of three foundational technologies. First, MountPoint builds on the same AWS Common Runtime, or CRT, used by most AWS SDKs. The CRD is purpose-built for high-performance and low-resource users to make the most efficient use of your compute resources. Second, MountPoint is built in the Rust programming language. We use Rust because we get strong safety guarantees like memory safety and rich type system without paying the cost of a language runtime or garbage collector to enforce those guarantees. And finally, we make use of automated reasoning. Engineers across S3 use automated reasoning to mathematically define the behavior of key systems and then formally demonstrate that the implementations meet these requirements. For MountPoint, we use automated reasoning to validate the file system semantics offered when mounting an S3 bucket. So in summary, these are the three key technologies that we have used to build MountPoint to deliver the performance and reliability that customers expect from it. So some really interesting decisions there. And if you do want to know more about automated reasoning, we have a, a couple of past episodes from the automated reasoning team talking about how they've done that. But I think it's a, a really interesting use case, again, of, of Rust, which has become very popular for these types of critical data processing tasks. Seeing how this is applied, I think it'd be really interesting for a lot of customers. Now, talk to us about cost. If I'm using S3 mount point, what am I paying? Totally. It's one of the best parts. There's no additional charge for using MountPoint for Amazon S3. You pay for S3 API requests, such as get, put, and list requests made by MountPoint when you run file system operations, such as file read, file write, and directly listing operations. So it's just like using S3, the same mental model for that, which, which is nice. What about Windows? Does this work on Windows at the moment? Currently, we don't support MountPoint for Windows hosts. We have a GitHub feature enhancement issue open for this request. If customers who are listening to those podcasts have a requirement for this feature, we request them to inform us through this open GitHub issue. And while we're talking about that, this is really something that you and the team are building, as you said, in the open with a lot of input from folks. So people can can see the code, they can contribute to the backlog, they can comment on those issues. So you're really encouraging customers to, to come forward with those things that they want to see so that you can really respond to them quickly, aren't you? That's exactly the idea, yep. Very nice, very nice. Now, another feature that I'm sure people will ask is what about caching? Caching is typically an important part of file system performance. Is that something that's on the roadmap at some stage? Yeah, MountPoint doesn't support caching today. Um, it's a feature we are currently evaluating for support with MountPoint. There are a few ways we are thinking how we can support it for our customers and for different use cases they have shared with us. But currently, we are evaluating and prioritizing this feature request. Customers may want to follow our public roadmap on GitHub for further updates on this feature request. Yeah, again, give that contribution. Now, what about access control? When we're talking about data, it's always a question of who, who has access to what and what they can do with it. Am I in a new world of access control here or how have we sort of engineered this? 
So when using MountPoint for Amazon S3, you can control access to your data using S3's existing access control mechanisms, including bucket policies and AWS IAM policies. MountPoint doesn't really introduce new access control mechanisms to answer your question. It's basically a file client that translates file system operations like file read and file write into object API requests made to your S3 bucket. And afterwards, Amazon S3 evaluates all the relevant policies, such as those on, on the user and bucket to decide whether to authorize the request. As long as the request adheres to the policy set against the, the bucket, then we're okay, basically. Like, we'd have to do it twice. That's exactly right. Nice. Now, in engineering and in software design, there's always that desire to know, um, you know, want to use different things and apply the latest and greatest thing. But I always find that knowing when not to use something is often far more wise than when to use something. So this is new. This is something that's out there. I might want to reach for it. When should I not use Mount Point for Amazon S3? When is it sort of not advisable to use it? And how do I make those decisions? Yeah, that's also a very important question, as you mentioned. So Mount Point for Amazon S3 is optimized for read-heavy workloads that need high throughput. It does not implement the full POSIX specification for file systems. For example, it only supports write operations to new files and writes must be made sequentially to the file. It doesn't support file edits and file locking feature to support concurrency control when writing to a file from multiple instances. We recommend customers read the documentation for MountPoint and AWS website for a detailed description of MountPoint Amazon S3's behavior and POSIX support. And more specifically, for workloads that need full POSIX support, we recommend using Amazon FSx for Luster and its support for linking S3 buckets. As with many things in AWS, there are many different approaches you can take. So trading off what you need is really important. Now, as we sort of touched on, this launch has been a little special in terms of the way it's happened. You know, you've been involved in a lot of launches as part of the S3 team. Tell us what's been particularly special for this one for you. Absolutely. would love to talk about that. So... As we have mentioned before, MountPoint for Amazon S3 is an AWS-supported open-source project that has evolved with customer feedback and active collaboration, including code contributions. We have been building it in the open with a public roadmap that we have been actively updating based on customer requests and customer feedback. While we build all our products and features working backwards from customer requirements, with MountPoint, customers can actively participate in evolving its direction and contribute to it through code, through comments, through benchmarks. I think it's basically that active engagement on specific use cases and customer requirements, but also the direction of the project overall that makes it so special. Yeah, I love the fact that folks are contributing to this because if I reflect back on, on S3 as a service, I reckon almost from day one, folks were trying to get file systems working on it in different ways. And there were reasons why that was good and reasons why that wasn't good. And we're kind of at this point now where we have this collective knowledge out there that can be applied to this long-term supported production-ready project that I think is really exciting. Now, obviously, it's gone from an alpha into full GA and it's it's out there, but it's not just about getting out there, it's about how it's going to iterate. So how are you going to continue to innovate on this new feature? What are you expecting to see and how do we think about that? Yeah, as we build out MountPoint for Amazon S3, we are hearing, as you can expect, new use cases, new applications for it pretty much every few days. These present new opportunities for us as well as new challenges. Supporting caching in MountPoint, for example, that we talked about earlier in our conversation is a great example in this regard. We'll continue to innovate in the open, always working backwards from customer feedback. And 
we'll share what we are working on through our public roadmap. And by including code contributions and guidance via GitHub, and also via direct customer conversations. So like I mentioned while answering your previous question, we'll continue to innovate on this feature working backwards and very closely with our customers and their feedback. And um, the stuff that we are working on right now, it's available on the public roadmap. Yeah, it's really about that tight feedback loop. This is one of those projects where I think the more folks we can get looking at it, contributing their their perspective on how they might use it or how they're using maybe something that they've built themselves that they'd like to replace. In the tradition of removing undifferentiated heavy lifting, if we can roll it into this, then it takes care of things that may be clunked together or unsupported. So I, I think it's very exciting to see what people are going to feed in. I'm hopeful that we're going to get a lot of input. So it'll be fascinating to see what's coming up. And I guess from your perspective, from the team's perspective, we never quite know what customers are going to want and do. And that's the joy, isn't it? It's a little different to just trying to imagine what people want. You get to hear what they want. Yeah. And it's pretty much real time, not exactly real time, but very close <laughs> because, you know, we've been getting like feature requests and customer feedback on GitHub. There's been a lot of activity as well as customers reaching out directly. So yeah, this is a super exciting project uh, and I'm super glad to be talking about it today. Fantastic. Dev, thanks so much for coming on the show and, uh, and sharing with us about this uh, very exciting GA launch. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And folks, if you want to get involved in the project, like we said, there'll be links in the show notes to go and check out the GitHub, to check out the code, to check out the backlog, to contribute as well. I think even if you're just interested in developing a modern application using Rust, for example, or automated reasoning, this would be a good project to have a look at. So we do love to get your feedback. AWS Podcast at Amazon.com is the place to do it. And until next time, keep on building.